Poise for Exit is a show for business owners who want to achieve a successful exit based on their own terms. Your business exit will likely be the biggest financial transaction of your life, and for most, you'll have one shot at doing it right. The topics and guests we feature and the stories they share will provide valuable ideas and strategies to improve operations and grow enterprise value so you can achieve the best possible exit outcome. Now, here's your host, award-winning certified exit planning advisor, Julie Keys. Welcome everyone to Poised for Exit, the podcast show for business owners. In today's show, we're featuring an advisor from a firm that manages and sponsors investment programs focused on private equity and real estate development. We're going to hear from him soon, but first we're going to hear from our show sponsors, Sunbelt Business Advisors and TrustPoint. TrustPoint will design and manage a 401k plan that fits your company's needs. They handle everything from the record keeping and investments to employee education and ongoing administration. And they take on the highest level of fiduciary responsibility to ensure your 401k plan is compliant. You already have plenty to keep you up at night. Your 401k plan should not be one of them. Let their experts help you with a complete plan solution, saving you time to focus on what you do best your business. Visit TrustPointInc.com for more details. You wouldn't go deep sea fishing without a guide or skydive without an instructor. So don't sell your business without a broker. Now is a great time to sell a business. Many are selling at a premium. Contact a business broker at SunbeltMinnesota.com or call Sunbelt Business Advisors at 612-455-0880 and get a free confidential business valuation so you'll know what your business might be worth. Because selling your business is the biggest financial decision you may ever make. There is a record number of buyers looking for businesses right now. It is a seller's market. You could list, sell, and get more for your business now and start the next successful chapter of your life. Call 612-455-0880 today or visit sunbeltminnesota.com. Minnesota's largest seller of companies. 612-455-0880, sunbeltminnesota.com. Greetings, Poised for Exit listeners. We're here today with Scott Jackson, who's a project manager with Sandy Bay Partners based in Destin, Florida. Scott, welcome to Poised for Exit. Thank you, Julie. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on the show. I'm excited to talk about Sandy Bay and your work and your background because uh, we've not really discussed this as an investment option on the show before, but it's certainly viable, especially with, you know, the way things are going today. Um, I think our listeners are going to be very interested to hear about you and about Sandy Bay. So let's just get started right away with talking about your your background, I know that you have a very interesting background uh, that, that got you to where you are. In fact, I don't. Re- I was trying to remember, how did we actually get introduced to each other? It's been a while. Um, we were introduced, I met a guy named Scott Snyder, and recently, oh, last year, and Scott and I um, talked frequently, and he recommended that I reach out and work with a lot of exit planners and exit advisors, and that's Perfect. how we ultimately be, uh, came to meet Julie. Fantastic. Well, Scott's a great guy. I'm glad that he was the guy that brought us together. I quite forgot. Well, cool. So um, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your background. And um, it's very impressive. I know that. And I'll just I'll just be quiet and let you go. Okay. well, first, thank you and welcome, everybody. My name is Scott and I'm a retired Navy commander. 
And so my background, I spent 30 years serving in the Navy. And um, what I think is relevant to today's conversation is the exit planning uh, for careerists, whether that be careerists in the military or someone, a career business owner. And uh, Julie and I first met probably five or six months ago. And I think I share with you, Julie, just very briefly, even I, as a 30-year guy, was not properly poised to exit, which is your title of your podcast, Poised for Exit. And the military, in my opinion, does a really good job of trying to prepare people. But the reality is, it's a lengthy process. And I'm now retired three years ago. And I still struggle a little bit mentally with my previous identity, because when you do something for that long, three decades, it becomes who you are, not just what you are. So it's the full person concept when you have to exit. And um, going forward and working with what I do here at Sandy Bay Partners is I make a lot of connections because we're a relatively new uh, private equity firm. So I just sit and listen and talk to people and just grow my network. And what I find interesting, Julie, is people share with you a lot of details when you get to know them. And especially when you have several conversations, there was always a common theme with a lot of people that were elderly, that were thinking about planning their exit, but had not decided yet. So I'd always tell them my story and I would tell them how I, I don't want to say struggled, but it took much longer than I had anticipated for my retirement from the military sector to the civilian sector because it was who I am. And um, so I would just remind people, you know what, the, the best advice I have for you is to link up with an expert, a financial expert on the exit planning side, someone like Julie or someone like Scott Snyder or that network. But also I find that talk to someone who has already exited, that's maybe a a peer or a mentor, because there's going to be so much more than just the business or the financial piece to exiting. Whether it's exiting a career or exiting a business, there's a lot to it. And, uh, Back to me, back in my military side again is, you know, I told you I I wouldn't I wouldn't say struggled, but I didn't anticipate how much of a challenge that it would be. Uh, and even in that identity piece, and that identity, whether it's a career military or career business owner, my own family will still say, "Hey, Scott, we want to invite you to church and speak, and we want you to wear your uniform." So, <laughs> You see what I'm getting at is that's still a part of me, even though I exited three to four years ago. It's how people associate Scott and my former profession. I don't think that will ever shake whomever that is, man, woman, career person, career military, career business owner. That's just one of those things that you're just going to have to embrace and know that it's going to be a lengthy transition. That's one key takeaway uh, for the audience here today is find a mentor, Julie, and start, you know, tapping them for information because it's going to be a longer, more arduous, detailed process than people realize. And I'm sure you can attest to that. 
Yeah, I think that uh, there are a fair number of of companies, sellers out there who have found themselves wondering what's next because they hadn't really planned on it. So seeing how you did and you found Sandy Bay Partners, maybe they found you. um, How did you get there? And then what was it about the work, the investment side, the private equity side that appealed to you? How does what you've learned in all of those years as a leader apply to the work that you're doing right now? Sure. Great question. So I'll, I'll transition to how I got selected for the job. Um, when immediately when I retired, I did some philanthropic work and I did charity golf tournaments to raise money and to raise funds for veterans who suffer from PTSD and veterans who also need prosthesis. So I kind of got into the financial sector and I liked working within the financial sector that also had a flavor, Julie, of helping veterans. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. I kind of got you know, a, a step into the financial world through that philanthropic work. And after two years of that, I wanted to take it even further. And when I found Sandy Bay Partners, I talked with the managing partner, David Johnson, and I told him just who Scott Jackson is. And no kidding, in 30 seconds, he said, you're hired. You're hired immediately. And I want you to help me grow and expand my company three, four or five X. And I said, sure, I accept the job. And I'm glad to help you do that. So my job is lots of outreach and make these connections with with Julie and, and folks um, in the financial world or business owners. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those I gradually stepped my way into it. And even today, I spend the first half of the year, especially um, the better half of my days going to conferences Zoom meetings, just meeting and greeting people and exchanging stories. I like to just get to know people. I don't look at myself as a salesman, Julie. I just have conversations with people, which goes back to my previous point. I just talk to people and listen. And people tell you whatever is their challenge or whatever their problems are. And I just sit and listen. And then I do tons of referrals. So when I make these contacts, Most of the time, I can't help people, but I can refer them out to my uh, network of friends who can help them. And so what you're seeking, really, in this networking that you're doing is a philosophy match among potential investors in your private equity group. So let's talk about, then, what Sandy Bay Partners um, specializes in. Sure. Okay. So um, the company is about four to five years old, first of all. It was initially started in Destin in 2018. We have since moved our corporate office to the Atlanta, Georgia area. So that's our main office hub is in Atlanta. Our specialty, Julie, is real estate development. And there's and the options that go with those real estate developments. Sure. We have land partners in the energy sector on the oil and coal side that um offer us these large tracts of real estate land um, deals. And then I basically promote that for these large landowners. Um, And that's investment options and opportunities for business owners or accredited investors. Uh It could be someone who's a current business owner or someone who's getting ready to exit. Either way, I look at it, Julie, as I give people yet another option. Mm-hmm. Or more options is better than less, right? 
So I do a lot of time uh, meeting and greeting, and then also my time is spent giving people and training them uh, on these options. Because sometimes yeah. people are just unaware that these options even exist. Oh, I'm sure. Well, uh, you know, un- unless they're working with an advisor who actually can direct them, you know, to Correct. some of options, which most advisors don't. Right. Uh, you know, they kind of stick with the traditional capital markets um, opportunities, mm-hmm. which nothing wrong right. with that. But sure. it, is, it is good to be diversified, especially in the world, right? With uh, that's right, the money. <laughs> that's right. You know, capital markets has good years and bad years, so right. uh, that diversification definitely helps. Right. And uh, you hear a lot of people, not just myself or folks with Sandy Bay, just watch any podcast or any YouTube video, for example, on real estate development. There's a lot of pluses that go with real estate development. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, again, it's just learning those options and then learning what best suits you, that person, or you, the investor. You know, I simply just train people on the options that are out there. If they like it, great. If not. That's great, too. At least they learned. And I take great pride in just teaching people these options because whether they invest now or later or they refer it to their friends, I just like training people in options. I did tons of training in the military. So training folks and meeting them uh, and making them smarter with options. I like it personally. I take personal satisfaction in doing that. Yeah, we don't ever want to have one way to do anything, right? We need to have options. Options are very important. So when we talk about the type or like, how does this work? Is this a, a real estate trust that we're talking about? Sure. Okay. Great question. So this, I'm going to talk about this year in particular, this year, our specialty really is charitable land donations okay. uh, through something called fee simple. So a charitable land donation, and I'll try to explain it just the bare bones basics of it, because I could talk for an hour on this, on the numbers, and it could get Detail, but not confusing. So how it works is a charitable land donation is in these land partners that we have in the oil and coal sector. First of all, they have tens of thousands of acres, some of these guys. And so we'll do a capital raise um, for a 400 or 500 or 600 acre track of land. And that track of land had a geological and land survey done that shows a million barrels of oil beneath this, the, the ground. Um, so it has a, a value tied to it. So many times the, the landowner himself, because he has so much land and so little time to access it, he offers this track of land up for sale. We take that land, we do a capital raise for it. And uh, see the capital raise, typically our deals are between 15, 20 to $30 million per, per land deal. Okay. But in reality, that land deal, the value of that land could be worth 80 or even 100 million because of that oil or coal reserves. So that then gets donated to a charitable organization like the Ronald McDonald House or the Children's Hospital of Atlanta, as an example. Any uh, qualified charitable organization could be a beneficiary of these. And we're working with a lot of these organizations this year. So my point is, if you have someone that gives cash donations to, say, Wounded Warriors Project, which, thank you for doing that as a veteran, I would always love when folks do that, or Tunnel for Towers. But if you have people that want to give 
to charitable contributions to these organizations. We then offer an opportunity for someone to invest in one of these deals where their returns could be a four to one or five to one ratio. In other words, if someone invested $100,000, they could get a $500,000 tax return, that five to one ratio. So if someone's looking for a tax mitigation strategy, that would be fantastic. So people are always looking for ways to reduce their taxes, Julie. Right. And any wealthy person should always do tax planning and tax strategies every single year. Of course. The more money, the more money you keep, the better, right? Everybody knows that. So this is an opportunity for someone to get greater returns on their tax strategies, while at the same time helping out a wonderful organization. Right. It's a win-win for everybody. It is. It's a win-win across the board for everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, you're kind of answering my next question, or um, sure. we can go a little bit deeper, and that would be, um, how do you specifically work then with business owners? Like maybe you could share uh, an illustration or a client story that that would illustrate. Sure. Absolutely. Kind of, yeah. And working with anybody, whether it be an investor or business owners, but a lot of people uh, that I talk with are business owners. I just yeah. present to them ways to reduce their taxes, reduce their tax liability. So reducing your tax liability means you reduce your tax burden, which means you pay less in taxes, which is always great. And when they learn that they can do this through a charitable organization and they give to another charity already, they can just simply use us instead of giving a cash donation. But Mm -hmm. the success story that you're talking about last year, there are certain states that are extremely high with state income taxes, California, New York, Jersey, Wisconsin, Oregon, there's a top 10 list that typically pay 8, 9, 10, 12. State of California has a 13% state sales tax. That is, that's a lot, Julie. So yes, you couple that with federal and the, the, the folks that I work with that are accredited investors, they're in a 35 or 37% federal income tax bracket. Mm-hmm. So you couple 13% state tax. federal income tax. Now someone's paying 50% in taxes. Well, that's a lot. So the tax mitigation strategies that we offer are very appealing for folks that live in those states. Now, anybody can take advantage of it, but especially if you're in that 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12% state income tax bracket, in addition to your 35 or 37% federal tax bracket. So My clients last year, most of them, Julie, not surprising, were from California, Mm -hmm. uh, the Bay Area. So Minnesota, like where I'm from, right? (laughs) That's right. Yes, right. So about, if you can believe this, about 90% of the folks I dealt with last year all lived in California. So when they when they learned of a tax mitigation strategy where they could get a better return, of course I had their full attention. So Uh, So if you're a business owner in a state where taxes are abnormally high or higher than your neighbor, then this just is yet another option. And by the way, I'll just put a plug in here for using CPAs because CPAs are such a valuable tool that most people, uh, especially business owners, and I told you I talk with a lot of business owners, Mm -hmm. they're pretty savvy guys and girls that that think that I can do my own taxes. Well, I can tell you, you probably can, but I'm telling you, 
I just encourage the use of a CPA because they are current on all the state tax laws and they can help you maximize your tax mitigation strategy so your, your tax burden is less. And then so instead of trying to figure out all the ins and outs of the charitable land donations that we have to offer, if this sounds appealing to you and you live in those high income states and you're in a 35 or 37% tax bracket, have your CPA reach out to us. I'm glad to invite the CPA here or give the CPA our two or three page flyer that explains who we are, how these deals are structured, how it benefits the, the business owner or the accredited investor. And that way your CPA does all the work for you. So you don't have to get bogged down in the minutia. As you know, Julie, a business owner, all the ones I know work seven days a week, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's usually 12 hour days. So you have very little time or bandwidth to try to learn something else new. You're just trying to make sure payroll is done. Inventory is good. Production is good. So leverage your CPA. Make sure you have that conversation with your CPA about maximizing your tax strategies, your, your tax strategies, pardon. And then have your CPA reach out to me. And, and I'm glad to just give that presentation to that CPA. And if it's a great fit, great. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a great fit, at least you learn of that option. And options yeah. are better. I think that the relationship with the CPA is probably the strongest relationship that most business owners actually have. But I would also no. agree that they don't utilize the services of the firm as much as they could or should. Right. um, Just having a visit with your CPA about your taxes is not enough. You really need to have that extended advisory relationship where they're kind of plugged in and they know what's Mm -hmm. going on and they know about what's going on in the business on a regular basis, then they can be equipped, right. To actually advise. And so, um, yeah, I've got a lot of CPAs and business owners who listen to the show. So, um, you're probably going to be taking some calls after we're, we're no, I'm fine. I'm glad to take that. it. And I'll, to, yeah. to echo your point, Julie, uh, the business owners that I do talk to seem to think that they only utilize their CPA during tax season, where uh, it needs to be an enduring process all through the year where right. they can maximize. Uh, there's so many things that CPA can help with, not just, you know, payroll or just taxes only. There's tons of other assets that these guys come armed with. So I encourage you, make that person your best friend. They can be your best asset. Definitely. Well, so if I'm a business owner and I've um, recently had a liquidity event, I'm looking to make some alternative investments. I'm interested in more of what Sandy Bay Partners has to offer. What are some of the key tips that you could share as we close the show on how a, a business owner could go about looking into these types of investments because of the audience that we have. I think that would be the next best thing for us to talk about. Yeah. So if there's a large liquidity event, I mean, there's going to be taxes that are going to be mm-hmm. that are going to come due, right? And I think even Julie, last week I saw in the news about all kinds of proposals for, you know, capital gains. That was a big discussion last week. Capital gains are talking about realized capital gains and unrealized capital gains. So I, I would surmise that people want to make sure that laws that are passed, that they are aware of these laws, so they track these things closely. But you want to reduce that as much as possible. So if you can pay right. less in capital gains, that's great. So we can just help you with. So how much time ahead? 
Um, um, I, I misspoke. I shouldn't have said that they've had the liquidity event. I should have said that they're anticipating, which is what I meant to say. So yeah, they're anticipating so. and they need to plan ahead. Is there any difference in making investments with Sandy Bay Partners versus, you know, another um, pl- uh, avenue? Well, you know, our specialty really is in the in the tax mitigation side. So it can't hurt to learn of these options before yeah. This large well, liquidity event happens, well, or even okay. someone who's just a, 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 an annual income that that earns half a million or one million or two million dollars on a recurring basis. It's just good to have all these options sure, for tax sure, strategies sure. on a on a recurring basis, um, even before the large liquidity event happens, Julie. So I would just say, yeah. don't wait until something happens and then uh, try to be reactive on on reducing your taxes. So I would just say the whole point of the whole show is plan ahead, plan far ahead, talk with your CPA, maybe even six, 12, 18 months out before you decide to sell a business. Yeah. That's Uh, what I was wondering, like how far ahead. I mean, you know, if you can do it, the sooner, the better, of course, but at least 12 months out, it's always great. You know, we, we have very limited time here. We can talk forever and all day long about this. But right. and that's why I say earlier, leverage that CPA. Your, your CPA is well versed in all this. And, and I'm glad to share with your CPA how our deals are set up and how we can help with a business owner or someone that has a large liquidity event. Or someone on a recurring basis that has two, three, four. 500,000, 1 million, 2 million, et cetera, whatever, whatever the income is that makes that person an accredited investor, they can all use, you could, they can all utilize what we have to offer. It's, I think it's just a good idea for people to know what their options are and to know about them well in advance, like we talked about. So to um, just kind of recap just a little bit here for the listeners that are out there that are list that are interested in learning more about this. We'll have your contact information in the show notes and we'll be tagging okay. you on LinkedIn so they can find you. But it's, um, what's your website again? SandyBayPartners.com. SandyBayPartners.com. That's right. Pretty simple. Sandy Bay. Yeah. It's spelled S-A-N-D-Y-B-A-Y Partners.com. Perfect. And they can talk with you about having that conversation with the CPA. Maybe you can make a three-way conversation. You can talk about different options, how things are set up. And all of the details that, you know, a savvy investor would want to know before they actually make the decision. So correct. Yes. Thank you so much for being on the show, Scott. I really appreciate it. This has been very interesting. I will definitely be um, following up with you. And for our listeners, we thank you so much for listening, subscribing, reviewing. We really appreciate it and hope that you will join us again next time.